We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Social media was so much like that. Like here, lay in the field with all the roses and let's take a picture. And it was very fake, right? There has been so much involvement in social, but some people have not evolved. You have to up level or you're not going to stand out. The noisier the market, the better you got to do. And so, okay, let's just erase everything you've ever seen. And let's just like talk about you for a minute. Yeah. The journey started with a girl that had a dream and didn't want to be an employee. I was like a lot of people. I was searching for my purpose. And when it comes to goals, whether it's health, business, what have you, I'm always vision focused. And so even when I give a speech, I begin with the end in mind. What do I want these people to walk away with? When it comes to business, like especially my first business, I was like, what is my vision for this? And the vision has to be one that is actually going to propel me forward. Like it's beyond me. It's bigger than me. Welcome to the Coachable Podcast. Around here, we believe that life is the ultimate training ground for finding out what you are truly made of. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, high performance coach and breathwork facilitator. And each week I share intimate conversations and inspirational stories from some of the world's most successful people. It's time to stop standing on the sidelines of your life and get your head and your heart back in the game. So take a seat, grab a pen, because you're going to want to take notes as I pull back the curtain on the tools, resources, and inspiration that you need to unlock your inner champion. What's up, Coachable family? Welcome back to the Coachable Podcast. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, and I am so excited for today's guest because, you guys, she is absolutely killing it. She's got that egg factor, and I want to figure out how she's been able to, to create that, not just in her own life, but in her brand, and she's helping other people do the same thing. From starting her entrepreneurial journey 13 years ago with no business background to now running and sustaining a nine-figure sales organization, as well as speaking to companies and teams globally, Emily Ford truly embodies what it means to have the it factor. Growing up in the small town in Minnesota, it helped to build the humble heart that she now brings to all areas of her life, such as speaking on a live stage to over 10,000 people next to Tony Robbins and Robert Kiyosaki, to training corporate sales and leadership teams on leaders who have it, even privately consulting faith-driven leaders in achieving new levels of business and fulfillment in their lives. 
Forbes featured an article on Emily titled, To Be Successful, Put People First and Business Second. I love that mantra mm-hmm. because of the way that she's built her success through serving others. She's now cultivated a transforma- transformational method allows people to not just extract their it factor, but also integrate it into all facets of business and life. And we're going to get into that today. Emily, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Tori. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm thrilled to have you. And I just want to kick it off by we were just talking about your move to back to the water. How are you doing? First of all, like Mm. you've got a big event coming up. How's life? (laughs) You know, life is so good. In fact, I was taking a moment in the shower today and I was like, most people would pray for this. Just breathe. And I think it's just so funny as an achiever, no matter what, no matter if you gain success, have momentum, don't, we seem to always try to find the thing that's missing instead of what we actually have. It's something I have to constantly remind myself of as, as an achiever and having the personality I do, but no, I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm in the middle in the thick of it right now in, in the best of ways, like creating so much and going to new levels. And with new levels, you have to figure out like new boundaries. You have to figure out hiring more staff. It's an exciting time for sure. It really is. Yeah. I I'm watching you do it all online and it's, it's really cool to see the behind the scenes and the journey. And I was saying this to you earlier before we started recording, but it's so easy for people to look at you online, see your presence, see the content that you're putting out and think, wow, I want to be like her. She's got that it factor, but also just assume that it's either been handed to you or that it's come naturally and easy to you. Can you like break it down for people? Like Mm. what is it really like running and sustaining a nine figure organization? Cause that's no like small feat. And I know you only continue to up level. So what has that journey been like for you? Yeah. Well, gosh, the journey started with a girl that had a dream and didn't want to be an employee. I'll be honest. Like, you know, I, was presented with an opportunity when I was 23. And at the time I was a nanny to four boys. I was a massage therapist. I was competing in fitness America as a hobby. And I was like a lot of people. I was searching for my purpose. I was like, what is the thing I'm going to do? I'm not really sure what I want to do or how I can make money. And then I found business and I found leadership and I saw a plan that had unlimited caps on my potential and income. And I went to work on it. And, you know, I really like to paint the picture though, of what it was like in my first year, two years. I really love to explain and talk about the law of sacrifice because, you know, the life you see today, there was a great deal of sacrifice that allowed me to get here And in my first year at 23, I was sleeping on a mattress on the floor. I moved in with a girlfriend. I literally didn't spend any money on clothes or anything that didn't pertain to growing my mindset. That was pretty much the only thing that I invested in. I went to work, like meaning 24-7 
on learning sales, on learning how to recruit, on learning how to build sales teams, on learning attraction marketing. And, you know, that year was the most difficult year of my life. I wanted to quit almost every other day, but that was really the year that molded me and allowed me to actually get in my reps and numbers to become good then I could eventually become great. That was the beginning of it. And, you know, three years in, I saw a, a huge stride, a huge momentum pick up. And then ever since then, it's been an evolutionary process of, you know, learning and traveling the world and opening up different countries and just learning a lot about myself and how I can get better and how I can serve people on a different level. Yeah, I definitely think it takes that commitment. You know, there's so many times where we say we want something, but do we really want to work for it? Do we want to put in mm. the reps and put in the effort? And I think it's easy if you're into a certain lane of the spiritual developments community, which I'm all about manifesting. I'm all about creating the life you dream of, but it requires not just the positive thinking and the visualization, but it also takes the action and the aligned, intentional, consistent, diligent effort. And that's something that you put in. How did you like navigate those times when you did want to give up? Because I know that that's something so many people relate to in whatever goal or facet of life that they're trying to improve themselves in, whether that's fitness, which you have been highly, you know, skilled and successful at, to business, to any, any, you know, creating more wealth and abundance for themselves. Mm -hmm. When people are like, this is so hard, Emily, this is not luxurious. This is not fancy. I like not enjoying myself. What do you say to people who are kind of really trying to stay in it mm. when things are tough? Yeah. Yeah. And everyone deals with that. Like, let's just call it like it is. But what I would say is, you know, one of my spiritual giftings is being a visionary mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm vision, vision all day long. And when it comes to goals, whether it's health, business, what have you, I'm always vision focused. And so even when I give a speech, I begin with the end in mind. What do I want these people to walk away with? And so when it comes to business, like especially my first business, I was like, what is my vision for this? And the vision has to be one that is actually going to propel me forward. Like it's beyond me. It's, it's bigger than me. It's, you know, but I imagine, imagine if, imagine if, imagine if what it would be like to not have to worry about time and money, to not have to worry about going to Whole Foods and how much does it cost when I check out, you know, things like that, that seems so simple, but we, we really like when you are able to live that way, it's such a luxury. Mm -hmm. And so that's really how I began, especially when it was so tough is like, what's the vision? What's the vision? What's the vision? And my vision would help me become more disciplined. Yeah. And that's really, you know, what I've done the past few years, even as I've begun to do different things is like, well, what's the vision mm -hmm. and is it enough to propel me forward? And even on the hard days when I don't feel like it, or there's, there's a new, there's a new problem arising or something. It's like, everything's figure outable. I know where I'm going. The details are just the details. We'll right. figure it out. And so 
that's what's kept me going forward, even with like health and wellness as well. It's like, okay, you know, I'm a high performer. I want to have high energy. I want to feel good when I'm out and about on stage, what have you. So I'm again, thinking of that vision of being in peak performance. And then I'm like, all right, I'm not going to order the pizza tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. I mean, I love what you just said because I, I do, I think there's these two different energies when it comes to motivation. There's like away from motivation. That's like, I hate where I'm at. Like I'm overweight or I'm in debt or I'm at a job that I hate, whatever. And I need to get away from this feeling. And so that's Mm -hmm. motivating me to do something different or towards motivation where you have this compelling future that is drawing you and pulling you towards it. It's like, you have to go do this. You have to, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, this is the thing that gets me out of bed every morning and it's worth getting up and not snoozing the alarm or what have you. And I think- having that vision is what you're talking about. Something that just draws you and compels you to get up and to put in the work and the time. And so I would encourage people to like consider that in your own goals, whatever those are, you know, are you trying to escape a feeling that you don't want to feel anymore? And are you running away from it? Or is there something bigger, bigger than you, an impact, a mission, a vision that you have for your life that's saying, Hey, get up. Come on, keep going because that might be the difference maker when it comes to the day you want to quit. You know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. And I really believe like you should look at your vision every night. I mean, like I've had vision boards since I was, since I began, that's how this whole thing even started, like of, of manifesting and stuff. And you know, I just think like every single night before you go to bed, so it can just subconsciously be in your mind, like look at that, remind yourself constantly, plant seeds or places or immersion in your life where you can immerse yourself in what that vision is, surround yourself with people that can help, you know, uplift that vision even more, because all those things have a huge factor in if you're going to be successful or not. Yeah. And you work with so many successful people. You're hiring more team members. You go and consult with organizations. You speak to to high-level leaders. How do you know and what do you look for when you're looking for to hire on your team or you're even mm-hmm. consulting with organizations? Like, What is the definition of the it factor in your mind and how do you mm-hmm. know when someone has it? Mm, it's so good. You know, I I wholeheartedly believe that every single person has an it. They have that thing that separates them from the rest. You know, I believe, you know, we were all divinely created. There's only one you down to your cells in your body. And so how dare you compare yourself to another person? You don't even have the same genetic makeup, first of all. And so what I love to empower people with or even extract is to really get them to focus, like take a microscope and let's just really go deep on what makes Tori so freaking amazing. And you know, what makes you amazing at your work, but what makes you amazing about the way you carry yourselves, your, your, your charisma, your look, your vibe, any industry. Yeah. And what I have found is when I work with people in industries, they compare themselves to like the golden child of the industry. You know, in my case, it'd be like Tony Robbins or something. And it's like, 
you're never going to be like that. Like why, you know, and so what happens is we stop being creative. We stop like leaning into who we truly are and what our gifts are because we're trying to be somebody else. And then you don't even have a, a high frequency because you're now living in a lower vibration than if you were being your true, truest, highest self. And so, you know, what I do is I go through an extraction process to get people to just think of themselves differently. And it sounds so elementary and it sounds so simple, but because of social media, because of the world we live in, you know, people are really in this just war in their mind of even just self-belief. And so I look for that, I extract that, and then I integrate it into their brands, into their social media, into the how they do everything. It's like, boom, if we can integrate it, this is going to feel more fun. Your brand's going to feel more fun. You're going to flow so much more. And so when I'm looking at even hiring people, you know, I want to know what their it is. And hopefully their it is something that I don't have. And, you know, chances are they're an integrator because I'm a visionary. So I'm always looking for that. And I'm also looking for somebody who's wildly driven and passionate at whatever it is that they do, whether it's in the creative work or, you know, being an admin. And I also look at their values. I'm really big on values. And it's like, if we don't have the same values, I don't want you working for my company because these people are an extension of me. And so, and I, I could tell you countless stories of ways I screwed up on that. We all learn lessons along the way, but it's really important to like slow down to speed up when it comes to hiring and bringing on people. Totally. I know there are many people in my orbit and my field right now that are going through like a reprioritization in their businesses and their brands. They're looking again at their message and who they are. Where do you point people in discovering their own personal it factor? If they're trying to, whether it's their personal brand or their life, and they're just trying to develop more confidence in themselves and how they can show up in their corporate job or as for their family or why they are, you know, a valuable friend to have in their, you know, someone to have in their life. Like, where do you point people to start to identify that for themselves? Mm, yeah, that's really good. You know, when, when it comes to, if it's like branding, social media, that whole thing, I really, I mean, I have a whole deep dive process. I take people through that's quite intensive when they're ready to, to go to that next level, you know, down to the, the point of like, obviously like, what colors do you like and how do you dress and, you know, down to the client they want to attract, of course, all those things. But at its most basic level, I think grabbing a pen and a piece of paper and, and just starting to ask questions, what do you love about yourself? What, what do you, what do you find you like to talk about? Mm -hmm. And, you know, cause a lot of people are so lost when it comes to like, well, should I just niche down? Should I just right. only talk about baking? And I'm like, no, like I want to sell eBooks on baking. Okay. Well, I, I believe people do business with people they like, know, and trust. Yes. And if you're only building like a niche brand, I'm like, you are the niche, like you, you are the niche. 
And so I like to have people pick at least three to five things that it's like, you could find yourself talking about this a lot. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's beauty hacks from home, all things beauty, you know, maybe it's productivity tips, maybe it's being a mom and, and, and juggling also working from home, you know, it could be a multitude of different things, but I really like people to like, think about it. And then what is the thing though, that's going to funnel you as an expert? Like what is, you know, there's gotta be like, if you're selling health and wellness products, we definitely want to talk about health and wellness and you know what I mean? So to position yourself as an authority in that space. And Mm -hmm. so I really like people to just honestly journal out all the things. And then it's like another layer deeper. Are you, are you funny and you're, and, and you're trying to be serious and you're really not serious. And how this all started for me is like, I got involved in an industry that is sometimes misunderstood. And I just felt like I'm not like any of these people and it's so boring and there's no creativity. And like, I feel like everybody's so spammy when they sell. And I was like, this is off. And how am I, I'm like, I love the business model, but how am I going to like figure this out? Right. Because this just isn't speaking to me. And I'm like, there's just, it's so vanilla. <laughs> and that's really when I, I took it to my own brand and I was like, okay, how can I make this sexy? How can I make this luxe? And that's really when, you know, I'm like, okay, Vogue meets personal development. Let's go. <laughs> well, as soon as you said sexy and luxe, I was like, that is what I think of when I think of your brand, you know? So obviously oh, there is alignment there. And when when I hear you talk about getting people into kind of just that that process of get a piece of paper and a pen and start to write down, like, what are you good at? What do you enjoy? What are your superpowers? Like, what's your vibe? Like, and what I hear you saying is it's really about bringing everything into alignment and having a cohesive way that you present yourself. Is that Mm -hmm. kind of, kind of how you see it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. Like I was coaching this one guy and he's like trying to be this button up business guy. And I'm like, you fish and hunt and go to football games every weekend. And like, this isn't you at all. No wonder why you hate social media because yeah. you're literally being somebody you're not. Right. And I'm like, your awesome personality doesn't come through at all in any of this, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm thinking about my own brand and the evolution of it because there was definitely times I was trying to emulate what I saw instead of just yeah. being myself, right? And yeah. A trap of comparison, especially when it comes to online brands. Mm. And on like social media, because don't, do you find that a lot of your clients, do they come to you and they're like, I want to be like this person, or this is who I think I'm like, or they're trying to do something that they've seen before, but it's not really resonate with who they are. Yeah. I find that a lot where it's like, here's this author. I want to do this. And I'm like, okay, hold on. You don't have that accent. This works for her because she's from the East Coast. You're a sweet little Minnesotan girl. When everything boomed, like 2010, 12, 15, I mean, social media was so much like that. Like here, lay in the field with all the roses and let's take a picture. And it was very like fake, right? And so I feel like there has been so much 
evolvement in social, but some people have not evolved. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you have to up level or you're not going to stand out and no one is going to resonate with Mm -hmm. anything. And so the noisier the market, the better you got to do. And so that's why it's like, okay, let's just erase everything you've ever seen. And let's just like talk about you for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) totally. And what, I mean, you just said a couple of like the, the things that it will cost you if you don't really have this dialed in your it factor and know what that looks like. It's like you're costing resonance with your potential clients. People are, it's not going to land for them. You're going to like be lost in the noise and then the shuffle of everybody else. Like what's the power in identifying this for your business? Mm. And what does that side of the coin look like? You know, I think we all are a brand. And our brand is the best asset we could have, no matter what. And, you know, the way I look at it is like, no matter what I do today, tomorrow, whatever, because I've invested in myself and in my brand, it's like I'm able to go do other business ventures, opportunities, what have you. And it's like almost like real estate. It's like this, you know, this asset that you have. And so that's really how I like people to think of it is even if they're like, well, I'm not really doing anything right now. I don't have anything to sell. It's like, you don't know what's going to happen with this economy. You don't know what's going to happen in the future. Like let's start looking at this like an asset and investing some time and finding ways that you can evolve and, and, and have fun with it. And again, I just think so many people don't have fun with it because they're not, they're not doing anything that's unique to them. They right. see some lady on TikTok or some girl doing her makeup, you know, you know, she's doesn't have makeup on. And then the next second she flips her hair over and, and I love glam, yeah. but it's like, you know, I see people do that. That's not really their vibe at all, but I get it. They're just trying, you know, right. or it's like, everybody does the same freaking real. And I'm like, I just, it. I don't even know who you are. Like if I went to your page, I want to know who you are. Like what's a little bit of your vibe? What do you stand for? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you about? And I like to see the the mixture of that for sure. Yeah. It's, it's like, how do I want, I think it's easy on social media to present your best, like your persona, right? So do you see this as like you're crafting like what's the difference in like showing up as your authentic self and like actually crafting this persona that you present to the world that mm. is or like your representative online? Yeah, yeah, that's so good. You know, I I believe your life is a stage, like wherever you go. It's not just when I'm on a stage, it's everywhere I go. It's at the grocery store, it's how I interact with people that are in and out of my house, that are in my neighborhood. And when I think of social media, I like to think of it that way as my life is a stage. And obviously I get to select what I show and what I don't, but I really believe in like the way I've cultivated my brand is like, we're in this together Like I may be a couple steps ahead of you in some areas, but we're still in this together. And so I'll speak with authority on things that I believe I'm skilled in, but I also am like, 
we're in this together. And so there's not so much of a disconnect. I feel like some authority figures, because they're an authority figure, it's like they're so above and beyond. They don't even interact with comments. It's like the point of social media is to have a social channel, right? Yeah. And so I've really had that approach with like everything I do is like, I'm, I'm like your sister, I'm your biggest cheerleader. And then I also have moments as well. And here's what I'm going through right now. And I've tried to share that even on my show and just be so honest. And I, I just think if you're honest, like you literally have nothing to hide and you're, you can just live with such a higher frequency. But at the same time, it's a business. So you want to show how you can help someone, how you can serve someone. And if they trust you, like, and if they see that consistency factor over time, when it comes to thinking about buying from you, it's so much easier because you're reliable. But if it, if you're not, if you're on and off and on and off and on and off, it's like subconsciously, even people, especially if they're going to make an investment in a program or something, it's like, well, I don't know. Like they don't really show up all the time. Why would I want to buy from them? Right. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Well, who are the like the main people who could benefit from the it factor and working with you? Like, who is that person that's like, oh my gosh, if you go through this, this will transform your life and your business and it will you'll see that impact in your, you know, on your bottom line. Who is that person? Yeah. You know, I first of all, you you gotta be motivated. Like I I just don't even I'm like no, no, no. Like if you're, if you, you know, but if you're listening to this podcast, you're definitely coachable and motivated. So there you go. But it's definitely someone that wants to learn how to speak better. So communicate better because at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're communicators. And if you don't know how, if you were going to get a call today and someone said, Hey, I got 20 minutes for you to talk at my event. And you were to just be like, I don't even know why I can't. And I know. Like that's a problem because you're limiting your exposure. And so speaking in all areas on social, on stage, getting awareness, because that's going to give you authority and also PR. And then, you know, there's the selling component of it. Knowing how to sell is huge. And then there's the branding component. So I teach people how to speak brand and sell and the branding can be, I mean, gosh, for anybody, I work with a lot of realtors, a lot of network marketers, all different types of like med spas, people in the beauty space that they're like, I just want to up level my brand. And I even work with quite a few stay at home moms that are like, I just need to build a brand. Like, let's just start from there. And so I think anybody that's like seeing this as like, okay, I want to be a businessman or a businesswoman and I want to just up level. Those are the people that I prefer working with and that are doing very, very well in our program. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I see you speaking all over. What is your next level and evolution look like for it factor and for Emily Ford? Like what are you currently working on that you're super excited for? Mm, you know, my book. Yeah. Which will be titled the, the it factor. And so Definitely my book. And then, you know, I've crafted some new signature talks that I'm rolling out in 2023 that 
are pretty deep as well. We go through a series of questions about your childhood and really help people understand blockages that they might have because of maybe something that happened to them before the age of 18. And, you know, I just, I just presented this talk to a group and 80% of the room was men. And it's like, most of them were crying and it was a really high level room of CEOs and entrepreneurs, but it's like so many of us never have had even like the moment where we're like, this happened to me. I was abused when I was little. I was sexually abused. I was felt abandoned when I was little. Things that, you know, when we get older, we're like, oh, that's my past. But if you don't ever deal or heal with it, it affects your next level. And, you know, and I know this from my personal life of like healing and dealing and healing and constantly working through so many things of a traumatic childhood. And so this is also part of the it factor, because if there's that block of self-belief, like it doesn't matter how great you are, you're never going to believe it, you know? And so I'm super excited about the work I'm doing and the, just the different people I'm able to talk to. And yeah, it's just super fun. And just honestly, just continuing to build the brand in this unique way it excites my soul. Yeah. Well, you're definitely got eyes and ears on you. And I love that you're bringing such an important message to the stages that you're on because I can totally relate to to what you were saying through my own healing journey and having to peel back the layers about what actually is preventing me from moving forward. Because it's not always about moving on from the things that we experience, but it is about how can I take responsibility and move forward given what I've experienced and not let it define Mm. me? How do I actually empower myself to decide what story I want to tell? And that's so, so, so important. How can people get to know more about you and the it factor and work with you if they want? I know you've got some stuff coming up at the end of January. I think you have an event or something that you're doing. So please tell people about how they can learn more. Yeah. Well, Instagram is so great. I always say like, come join me on Instagram and you can just be a fly on the wall or you can interact. It's totally up to you. I do like lives all the time. In fact, I'm doing one today and I release episodes that I film in LA or wherever in the world I am. And so, you know, you can join on, on Instagram at it's Emily, or, you know, you can totally look at or send me a DM if you're like, I really want to learn more about the it factor program there is about a 45 minute required discovery process i have you go through which is super cool because i really love people to look at where they're at now and where they want to be in three years what's the what's the income goal and just get real with like are you on the path to get there and so if you watch that and you're like okay i know then we'll schedule a call and go from there. And then of course, yes, I have events or I speak at events. So I'm usually always posting all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll put all of that information in the show notes to make it super easy for everybody to get in touch and to stay in touch with you. I just want to say thank you. Is there anything else you want people to know before we end today? Oh my gosh. I, I feel like I we're just flying here. You know, I would just 
you know, since I love, first of all, Tori, I love the name of this podcast Mm -hmm. because everyone would always ask what, how do you be successful? And I would always say, you got to have, get a mentor, number one. And number two, you need to be coachable. And I'd say number three, you got to be hungry. But the coachability factor is like everything. And like, I just feel like when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And there's so many opportunities that people have to be mentored, but because they don't take it seriously, it's just like a waste. And so, you know, it's like, it's like, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? You know, and there's always a choice and it's like, you could lay in bed and watch Netflix or you could go find great YouTubes that help you on a certain subject, right? Or you could get up early this morning and even even me, like I still get up and, and do my my morning devotions and my gratitudes and all that stuff. And I did my gratitudes when I didn't have even money to pay rent. And I just believe so much that it's like, if you're not grateful for what you have now, why on earth would God promote you? And so you just want to start practicing that now. And at the end of the day, like it's not the stuff, it's not the notoriety. It's about the person you become along the way. And I'm just on this mission to just see how far I can go because the only limits that we have are the limits that we put on ourselves. And, you know, I think everybody's got to check themselves before they wreck themselves. Like I always say that, like, just be so mindful from the music you listen to, to the things you listen to, to the people you listen to, to the environment. And it's like, Tori, my life is the way it is because I've set up my environment the way I have. And I've been relentlessly protective of the energy that I have and the people I let in and, you know, just creating an environment that's conducive to living a a very healthy, peaceful life. And no matter who's listening to this, no matter where you've come from, you can change it at any given time and it's so worth it. And so that's what I would say, like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So good. Yeah. I mean, I think what you just said is so important. The only limits that we have are the ones we place on ourselves. And I think some of us are, we're attached to our, our belief systems that tell us we can't do things because it allows us and gives permission to stay small and to continue to do what we've always done. And what I find is there's so many people that are, have this inner conflict. Like they want more, they want to do more, they want to achieve more and be more. But at the same time, they are also comfortable with their stories that say, eh, you know, that's for someone else or you can't do that or it's not for you. And, you know, at any point you get to decide if you want to be, you know, let those go because you don't have to hold them longer than mm do. It's just up to you if you want to let that go. And do you have, I guess, is any parting words, like any advice for people who 
are in that kind of struggle. They're like, yes, I want more mm-hmm. for myself and more, more for my life. How do I kind of step out of that comfort zone of smallness and into my being? Yeah. You know, I'm just going to be so blunt. We got to shake shit up. Like we got to, sh- here's the thing with fitness, health, blah, 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 relationships, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's like, first of all, it's awareness. And I believe like, Tori, you're such a gift because right now people are probably driving, walking, whatever. And they're like, okay, awareness. Awareness is everything. If we're not aware, we're blind. And so that awareness, and then it's like, this isn't working. Like there was a time in my life where I was dating and I was just, I was just like so lonely and I was searching for the right partner. And I'm like, these guys in LA, like, this isn't for me, no offense to guys in LA, but I just, I couldn't, I'm like this, I would rather be single the rest of my life. I cannot have some empty relationship. This is not for me. I don't care about what car you drive. Like, it's just not for me. And so I'm like, okay, I got to stop searching for this person. And instead I need to become the woman that would attract a man of a higher caliber that has integrity. And I went to the ocean and I sat there with my notebook and I just started writing out every attribute I wanted in a man. I circled the top five that there was non-negotiable. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to work on me and I'm going to just, I'm going to focus on healing. And so I just made this commitment to going to a non-denominational church, no matter what. And if for some reason I was on a plane, I always watched the recording. I'm like, I'm just, something's got to change. And it's like, God just was working on me and working on me and working on me. And one month later, I met my partner in life. One month later, after two years of just like, you know, and so that's just one little example, but it's like, you have to draw that line in the sand. And it's like, you've got to do something that forces you to move. You're not a tree, you know? And I, and it's same with the business thing. I constantly, like when I started branding myself, I was like, all right, I'm going to schedule this photo shoot. And I'm going to tell the person we're going to make videos. And I'm like, Oh crap. I don't even know what we're going to make videos of, but it's like always having a deadline. Always. It's just like, cause you are forced to arrive. And so I've done that my whole career. I just give myself deadlines, artificial deadlines, or even I'll put people in the path to make it real. And then I don't have a choice to back out. Like I got to do the dang thing. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's all about just forward movement and, you know, again, you might have to like cut out old associations that's a whole thing as well. Like there's been so many times in my career where I'm like, wow, I'm like spending my whole day with this group of women and all they do is complain about their husbands. Like, I'm just not into this life. I'm not, I'm not into this. Like, you know, because like you just become a byproduct of that. And so, you know, I just think it's evaluation and then, and then creating that change and, get relentless about it. It's your life. I mean, it blows my mind. I'm like, how can you not take this more seriously? It's your life. This is your life. Like you, you, you are <laughs> at that and you don't get to do this over that we, at least as far as we know, like just assume this is your one shot. So get about right? 
you know, get about the business of living it the way you want to with intention. And that's one of the things I say is like champions, if you want to be a champion, if you, whether it's in sports or in life, like champions make intentional choices. They don't show up to the game without a game plan or a strategy, right? They're not like, I just hope we win today. It's like, no, I'm going to be intentional about what I'm looking for and who's on my team and who's, who's coaching me and who's helped. You know what I mean? Like I am going to create an environment for myself to thrive. And I absolutely love the practicality of what you said of putting deadlines on things. I just did this for myself. And I just hosted my first event here in Vegas since I've moved here. And the thing that helped me get over that hurdle was literally just putting a date on the calendar and announcing it. And then I had to find a location, find the thing. I had to show up to the thing that I had had announced and planned. And then things started to come together because of that. And so actually putting it out there and announcing it gave me the accountability to actually have to Mm -hmm. do something with it. So Mm -hmm. I completely agree. It's like, stop. It's not just going to create itself. Like say it's going to happen on this date and watch how you start to move in relation to this thing. It's It's so good. It's, it's your, and you create your own momentum. Yeah. Like, Anybody that is doing what you're doing, what I'm doing, it's like nobody came to us on a chariot and said, okay, Tori, it's time. <laughs> like we, we have literally, and, and it's, it's just, you create your own tidal wave. And then what happens is if you just stay diligent and obedient, you create what's called the power of the mo, which is momentum. And then you know, that's when you become world-class, when it, it kind of takes on a world of its own, but you have to be obedient and diligent long enough to ever see that traction. And I just think people stop right before it's going to get really good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You guys, you heard it here. Put it on the calendar, announce it, give yourself something to show up for and show up to and watch who you become in the process of that. I think that's what it's all about is like you you said earlier, it's who you become. It's not about the things or the cars or like the achievements. It's like the person that you turn into as a byproduct of of that. Mm super powerful thank you so much for being here and sharing some time with us you're amazing and we want people to definitely connect with it's emily online check out the show notes to make sure you get all of the info about what she's up to and how you can connect with her and yeah just thank you so much for being here and sharing sharing your wisdom with us thank you okay till next time you guys go be coachable we love you see you next week on the coachable podcast When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.